Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Weekly Report for December 3rd, 2021. As inflation heats up, will gold prices do the same? Confluence Investment Management Chief Market Strategist Bill O'Grady gives us an update today on the price of gold. Bill, for the past year or so, gold has traded in a range between $1,700 and $1,900 an ounce. Now, with consumer prices heading sharply higher, one might expect gold prices would do the same. Are you surprised that gold prices haven't broken out of that range yet? Somewhat. It seems pretty obvious that the Fed is engaged in monetary debasement. Confidence in a fiat currency is accomplished with uh, central bank independence and a reliable inflation target. The Fed is independent, although as we discussed in our last episode, there is flux in the composition of the committee and the inflation target is undetermined at present. So yeah, I'm a little surprised we haven't seen gold do better. Does it appear the markets might be less concerned about future inflation than the popular press suggests, and that has kept gold prices more or less in check? Yeah, market-based measures of inflation uh, so far suggest only modest inflation worries. And when we compare the real 10-year T-note yield from the tips market to gold, the fair value comes out about 1840. So the market measures are less bullish for gold relative to the monetary measures. Now, is the rule that gold prices rise along with inflation an ironclad one? No. Actually, gold is more of a debasement hedge, and inflation isn't by itself a signal of debasement. If interest rates rise to keep up with the pace of inflation, it's actually quite bearish for gold. To what extent, Bill, has the emergence of crypto as an investment impacted the price of gold? Actually, I think quite a bit. Cryptocurrencies share several characteristics with gold. The owner can be anonymous to the government. Both represent stores of value, but gold's hard to transfer. It's it's heavy, and the transaction costs can be prohibitive. Crypto can be exchanged over the internet through your phone, sent all over the world. For anyone under the age of 40, crypto seems like a much better debasement asset compared to gold. If crypto and gold are now behaving as competing investments, won't the price of gold suffer if demand for crypto increases? Yep. Gold could benefit from falling crypto values unless the decline occurs due to a retreat from debasement policies. In other words, if the Fed were to raise interest rates quickly and substantially, both crypto and gold prices would decline. However, I would suspect crypto would decline more. What's the likelihood of some sort of world crisis jumpstarting gold prices at the expense of cryptocurrency? Well, the world crisis event would probably be a regulatory one. If the U.S. outlawed the holding of crypto, for example, that would be profoundly bullish for gold. Or if there was a major hack that hit cryptocurrency wallets that undermined the security of crypto, that would work too. If crypto does fall because of increased regulation, do you think most of those dollars would go to gold instead? Yeah, I think they actually would. Bill, I read the uh, Confluence Morning commentaries every morning, and one of the recent commentaries noted that hackers are apparently getting mobile phone numbers and using them to drain accounts of cryptocurrency. Do you expect more events like this will pressure crypto prices and boost gold? I I do. But 
I suspect that those holders were small and thus not big enough to change sentiment. Those over 40 are already skeptical of crypto and thus sees these sorts of events as, yeah, I told you so. But the bigger issue would come from a collapse of, of stable coins. The stable coins are where existing crypto positions go before they buy something else. In the crypto world, stable coins are the money market funds. There have been questions about these assets that they hold backing the stable coins and thus regulators fear they are runnable. If stablecoins become part of the non-crypto financial system, it could trigger a systemic event and support gold. Bill, thinking of other trends that might impact gold, is there any sign right now that central banks or governments are stockpiling gold to combat inflation enough to prompt an increase in gold prices? Well, probably the biggest event that would, would help push gold prices higher would be dollar weakness. They, central banks have been adding to their gold holdings, but it hadn't been enough to, to really move the needle. Now, back coming back to the dollar, we have seen the dollar rise recently, and this is occurring despite the dollar's steep overvaluation in terms of relative inflation. The U.S. is worried about inflation and dollar strength reduces import prices. Thus, policymakers will probably not take steps to weaken the dollar. Thus, I, I don't see the dollar weakening in the short run, and that will be a, a negative for gold. How about gold production? Is new supply being added to the market at a, at a rate that could in any way impact pricing? You know, supply additions from mining tend to be pretty steady. They generally add about 4,800 tons per year, recycling as part of that. The, the thing that makes gold unique is that it is really never consumed, and that's why it's not exactly a commodity. But because of this fact, because pretty much every ounce of gold that's ever been mined and processed still exists, the demand for gold is usually a much bigger factor to the price rather than supply. Let's look back and, and take measurement. Confluence Investment Management began adding gold to model portfolios in 2018. How have gold prices moved since then? Well, in 2018, when we started adding gold to portfolios, gold prices were about 1280 an ounce. So we are well above that level. In the past, you've mentioned $2,300 an ounce as a reasonable target for gold prices. Do you still feel the same way? I do. At present, I think the most important impediment keeping prices below our expected level is crypto. Are there any other key factors and or measurements that we haven't mentioned so far that suggest gold prices remain undervalued? Yeah, the, one of the elements of the forecasting model that we use, or the valuation model that we use, is the, is the central bank balance sheets of the Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank. Both those banks have been aggressively expanding their balance sheets, and that has traditionally been very bullish for gold. Now, there's increasing talk that the Federal Reserve is going to stop expanding that balance sheet. And if, if that is true, and we think it probably is, then it will tend to put a cap on the model forecast going forward. Finally, Bill, are there other precious metals or commodities that seem attractive right now enough to affect gold's appeal? Well, traditionally, we talk about precious metals, and the two most common substitutes for gold are, are silver and platinum. Although, frankly, if you look at how those markets behave, they behave more like complementary goods rather than as competing goods. In fact, it's oftentimes that we use silver as an indication that if we've had a major bull market in gold, it's, it's when silver takes off that we know we're getting close to the end. Silver tends to be the poor man's 
precious metal. And so it, it signals that you're getting kind of the last of the of, of the money into the market. Now, our work suggests silver is a little rich right now, but it's not behaving in a fashion that would tell us that the, the gold bull market is over. Platinum is also a precious metal, but it because it's used in catalytic converters, it's highly sensitive to automobile demand. And so slower car production has put some pressure on platinum as well. Thank you, Bill. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Antler.